everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Switch It Up Podcast, Season 3, Episode 24. My name is Tyler, joined as always by my co-host Colby, back in the Kia studio, but this time with with a beautiful rays of sunshine coming through the windows, and in, in, he's, in, he's not in the void anymore. Colby, how are you doing on this on this fine afternoon? I actually want to start with a, a big announcement off the top. You said that I'm in the Kia uh, we're actually in Colby's Kia. Colby oh. actually purchased the studio. It is, it is officially my car. I bought it off my mom. Uh, my mom is now in the market for a new car. Um, long story short, my starter car, uh, deceased, dead, is cost. Um, the, wh- the white bullet died. Um, no, it's as you can see, it's right there in the. Um, oh, okay. It's in the driveway, but <laughs> the repairs cost way more than its value, and it are, and it just has it has two hundred twenty five thousand miles on it. So, um, we're putting it out of its misery. It had a good run, but yeah, Colby bought the studio. Uh, the stock is high right now, so we had to cat we had to cash out on that. But yeah. Big money moves. I big big moves. Now I can like if I can move the studio around if I want. I can do some <laughs> interior decorating. You know uh-huh. we can really deck this puppy out. But I've been pretty good. Uh, first week of classes down, all online. You know, half in per- slash in person transition going nicely. I'd say. Uh, I did not anticipate uh, us losing like the entire Sunday. This entire weekend, really. The north. If you live in the northeast. Uh, awful weather just up and down, up and down the coast. Rain, sleet, ice, the whole the whole nine yards. Uh, but uh, the I did not expect the the power lines and like stuff down here is just it, it's just not built for any kind of inclement weather. So <laughs> we our power was flickering all day Saturday and Sunday, and on Friday we're getting another storm that like will apparently really just help make us lose power. So uh, um I don't know how I feel about that. I'm now convinced we did not move south enough. So. <laughs> I hear I hear Athens, Georgia is beautiful this time of year, so I might have uh-huh. to might have to look into that. But yeah, doing good. Other besides all that, the cold weather, you know, it sucks, but we'll deal with it. Northeast, the price to pay on the Northeast. Tyler, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing well. Uh, I also had to deal with the the absolute snowstorm that we were hit with up here in in good old PA. Uh, we had a three day weekend, so. It was filled with lots of playing in the snow. All of the hills on campus are just inundated with sledders and skiers. We fucking saw too. It was it was it was wild. There were snowmen the, being built the, everywhere. I saw the Battle of Hublon was live streamed, so I tuned in for a little bit. I was about to say we have we I was, we had snowball fights, conflicts did raging. The, did you see the clip of Frozone fighting a gorilla on Hublon? <laughs> no what i'll send it to you but here keep, keep yeah, going you get your I, live I reaction uh i was out celebrating a, a birthday party of one of my friends uh so i did not partake in too many of the outdoor snowy activities but even now the remnants of the of the carnage are still left over but uh yeah i'm still i think you are exactly as far south as you need to be you know you can't escape the suffering that easily so you you, you got to stay with us on that pal you're georgia, a pennsylvanian forevermore so georgia is as far south as i'll go because florida is just like it's a free-for-all every day you don't know what's going to happen so yeah of course i need some i need some like structure in my life like florida is just a loose cannon i can't trust myself there i mean not that i blame you but i'm, I'm glad that you haven't uh, completely escaped the uh the frigid cold that we need to deal with it makes me feel glad, a little better about myself glad you're happy for me 
But uh, yeah, as far as gaming <clears throat> is concerned, oh, yes, I have been very much uh, focused on the next game in my Christmas backlog lineup, that being The World Ends With You. How deep uh, is the backlog? Uh, so now that I just finished The World Ends With You, literally like a mere hour before we recorded this, uh, I still have to play... Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Neo: The World Ends with You, The World Ends with You, which is the sequel. Is that next? Uh, that I believe so. I think that'll be next. Uh, I completed the main story of The World Ends with You. I'm not sure if there's any other content I need to play to like connect the two games. I'm gonna do a quick research on that to make sure I'm not missing anything. But uh, and then besides that, there's another one. There's another game, an indie game that I got called Unsighted, that is pretty cool. Uh, that I want to try to keep playing. Uh, I got that a while ago, but then just kind of stopped after I got infinite and got distracted with that. But yeah, uh, for for those who don't know, uh, I Tuesdays and Thursdays for me are actually free. I don't have any classes on those days, at least not right now. I'm on a wait list for a class that would be happening on those days, but it, seem, it seems like I'm kind of fucked in that regard. Like, I really don't think I'm going to get it. How do you pass the time? What? How do you pass all that free time on Tuesday and Thursday? Like you, obviously you do some school. You have you know girl, you have girlfriend obligations. Your daily routine. But Tyler, there's so many hours in the day that you just seem to be empty. How do you? How do you possibly fulfill all those hours? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm gonna be honest. Today was the really like first because this is the start of the second week of school, and uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, I, at least on the other, the last week on those two days, the first day I went to the class cause I wanted to see if I was allowed to. And then on the second day, I think I had another, like, I think I had like club meetings and stuff like all or responsibilities all day that day. So I was busy then too. Today was the really first day where it's like, wow, I can like, like I didn't get out of bed until like 11. Oh my God. And, like I really don't like. <laughs> I feel really bad because like everyone else in my apartment has school, obviously, but I don't know. I just, I just really felt like I did not know what to do initially, but you get to run it back well, by the time you're hearing this tomorrow. <laughs> I know, I know, uh, but it's, it's strange. It's definitely strange because uh, I've never had like a day of no classes before uh, in through all my all my college semesters my, it's weird for me because like i am on campus well supposed to be but monday wednesday friday it's an hour it's an hour drive i'm in class for an hour and, a, and an hour drive back i'll usually go to the gym on the drive back so it's on the way but mm-hmm. i like tuesday and thursday for me are like my online days and today i, I might not get to my online stuff till later tonight because everything is due on sunday like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter like i could do it all sunday afternoon or i could break it up and i break it up obviously but yeah yeah it's definitely an adjustment um you know as far as like i feel like i think i feel like we're gonna see more of this as far as like college students go it's like more of a hybrid schedule where mm-hmm. you know covid's ramping back i don't know how i don't know i don't know what you guys are doing for covid at your school but we have to be masked on campus which you know same as same for the old school i went to we have to be masked on campus and the classroom uh sucks but it is what it is <laughs> Yeah, uh, we have something similar, except we just have to be masked in buildings. Like, outside, we're good, but once we go in a building, we need to have a mask on. 
Nice. But yeah, the, the hybrid, that hybrid format, I think, so is be what we see more of because I know a lot of this cool I go to, it's like 90% athletes and I'm not in the 90%, which is like the first time I've ever had that predicament. I was about so, to say, that seems kind of strange. Doesn't I know. It? I'm the only, I'm the only student in my class who's not an athlete. So wow. I, I know I'm like, God damn, like I gotta pick my ship, you know, maybe start trying out or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, just that hybrid format. I, I like it personally, but I think we're going to see more, more of it. Yeah, I mean, I've ever since the online year, I've had at least one class that either is only Zoom or offers a Zoom option, which honestly is a little less than I thought. Like as soon as we had as soon as the teachers had the option to go back on class, a lot of them just dropped the Zoom element altogether. So like, you know, it was definitely strange. I kind of like the option to have it online as a college student. Yeah. You know, just in case something happens. There was one class where it's like you could go in person or on Zoom, and I always went on Zoom because it was just way more convenient than walking across to the other side of campus at the time that it was held. So, uh, but we, we're we're getting off topic. We've got to get back to gaming. Right. Uh, so so yeah, recap. Woke up, didn't really know what to do with myself. I'm like, man, I have nothing. What what am I gonna do? Uh, I could go shopping for you know stuff the apartment needs. I could work ahead on some stuff, but. You know, I knew we were recording today. I, I saw that switch. I knew I was at the final boss. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish the fucking the world ends with you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna finish that so I can review that on this on this podcast. Uh, but yeah, that that's what's been up with me. Uh, we can put that review off if you want to talk about your the thing we talked about first. Yeah, first. <laughs> um, I guess we'll lead off with the biggest like news for our our favorite AAA uh, studio and Game Freak. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're AAA. They probably they sound they should be. It sounds like it's right, but I mean they certainly make. I don't know the the A system. Like it doesn't even make any sense anymore. Like there are there any double A games? Are there single I, I think, A games? I, I I don't know what the I I don't know what the classification is. Personally. Yeah, I feel like, like it's, I, getting I, redund- it might, it's getting redundant yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like, Game Freak, the, the, the rich fucks. Game Freak. Game Freak. Yeah, the uh, Pokemon gamers. Yeah, the, yeah. the Pokemon gamers. Legends Arceus, the big revolutionary title that is going to change. The direction of the franchise is going to something new, something spicy coming out soon. A lot of gameplay stuff already released in China and Taiwan. So leaks are going to be coming out. Uh, stay away from those if if you're like Tyler and don't want to be yeah. spoiled at all. But yeah. there are some um, main story, I guess, story plots and some gameplay things that have been shown that I guess to further promote the game, which I really don't know what else they can do at this point to sell people on it. Well, I say that as someone who's not going to buy it on the first day, but you know, I don't yeah, know. It's in, it's I mean, interesting. Like, I, I'm not sure why they, they. I don't think they need to be showing all that they're showing as far as like selling the game goes. Um, I don't know. A, a lot of people. I mean, that's just how the industry is now. Like, it's not easy to like be completely unspoiled for a game these days because people expect so much coverage on it. Uh, sorry, I had a. A thing that I was going to read off, and I'm looking for it, so I'm trying to multitask. But people were saying that there was going to be, uh, like a Pokemon Presents before the game came out, which there's only 10 days, so I guess Look, there's looking some highly time. unlikely. But it looks highly unlikely, especially with the 13 minute gameplay trailer that's been going around. Yep. Uh, as well as some of the new. That uh, kind of feels like the Presents. Yeah, th- there are a few more ads coming up as w- or that have been making the rounds as well that show some new stuff. I've been trying to stay away from it, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as I said, I'm already sold in the game. I don't feel like I need to really 
Uh, Am I the only one in the Discord not getting it? Probably. <laughs> if if I had to guess, yes. I thrive uh, sorry, on activity. I, I need to find this. There it was. It was a Nintendo Life article. That's what I'm oh, looking for. Of course, for. Our, our pals. Uh, shit. Why do they post so much? Like, I I can't even find the fucking article anymore. Well, whatever. It's like randoms, too, but alas. Yeah, whatever. It's on there. I, I know what it's about, so I can talk about it when the time comes. But, yeah, uh, I've seen a lot of people who are, you know, seeing the gameplay. They're like, all right, like, it's good. So I'm glad it's at least convincing some people to get it. Uh, I definitely feel like it still could be up in the air. Like, I'm very excited for it, but I feel like... There's still There's, a very real possibility that I get it, and it's, like, actually not good, which is a little concerning, to be honest. Yeah, it really, yeah, um, that that's kind of the reason I'm not getting it, because, like, if I get it and it sucks, I, I might be out forever. Like, I'm already close. I already have one foot out the door, but I don't want to waste my final card on this. Like, I'd rather save it for the black and white remake that comes out when I'm 40. Yeah, I, that's pretty. That's a pretty generous. Uh, I know. Like next, I'll, be I'll, I'll, I'll have one foot out the door for twenty years. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. It, I, yeah, just not much really else to say on it. I guess like we've kind of talked it to death. Now we just gotta wait for reviews and people who've actually played it to talk about it. And that will be you on our program. So <laughs> yes, it will. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll have some of the Discord boys on if they if they give the game a shot. So maybe Brock, because I know he he'll be itching. Oh yeah, so I, I'm sure Brock will be extremely fucking adamant to to get on that game once we once we get our hands on it. Ten more days, like it, time, yeah. this time has flown. Like I, when I saw there's like a that Twitter account that just counts down the days to Legends Arceus. Yeah. And I saw like ten days today. I was like, oh, oh wait, fucking, are you are you serious? I completely forgot about that. T- tomorrow's nine. Like. <laughs> yeah, that it's it's close. It it's definitely strange. I, I don't know. I still have, I have a strange feeling about it, but I'm still very excited for it. Yeah, so that's, that's about all I got to say. I, I really. say that's kind of all I got too. I mean, not much like we said, necessarily not much to talk about just now. We're in the we're in the end game now, as Doctor Strange would say. But that, that we are. Tyler, how was Neo? The world ends with you. Well, actually, it's just the world ends with you. Neo, the world ends with you is the sequel. Neo, how uh, was Neo one? Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the, the the world ends with you. Uh, which was originally released on the DS in 2007. Uh, this is the final remix version uh, on the Switch. Is it I like a re- is that a remaster technically? I don't actually know what it changes. It's just I mean, a straight it, port. I don't know. <laughs> I, I really have no idea. Like <laughs> I've never heard start. of. The, I never <laughs> heard about this game until I heard about the sequel being a very underrated gem, and. I didn't even like. I was just gonna start with a sequel, but I ended up getting both games for Christmas, so I decided to just start from the beginning uh, oh. and play the world's end with you. So I'll try not to spoil it because this game has a phenomenal story, a phenomenal cast of characters. And How long did it take you to finish? Not too long. Let's break <laughs> out the old Switch profile records to figure that one out. Uh. I did have a friend in Pokemon Club who played this, who recommended it to me. So also uh, while he's doing that, one more thing on Arceus. So get excited if you're not getting it, because that is the first title that's going to kick off what should be a very big year for for our boys at the big end. So yeah, get ready oh, to shit, celebrate. Right. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. The big I, the big Nintendo release first and foremost. If, I, I don't know. Is Splatoon February? Uh, I don't. 
February, no. March. It's somewhere in there. I think Kirby. I mean, April. I think Kirby comes next, and then Kirby's Splatoon. March. Or is that I, I don't know. Did we get did we get a release date for Splatoon? Oh yeah, I guess it's so can, long since we heard about it. I guess we can talk about Kirby. Um, oh yeah, Curb. Yeah, huge, huge drop on Curb. Yeah, big gameplay like, trailer for Curb. Huge. People are just loving what uh, Ant's third Ant's Kirby's thirtieth anniversary. Which credit to Kirby, definitely is the best anniversary logo. Like not I don't close. know. I, I gotta I gotta stick with Sonic, man. The the zero being like his peel out running sprite looks, looks I, I, great i'm giving curb the nod uh, but yeah I mean, good huge gameplay drop uh just showing off everything that you will be seeing from kirby and the forgotten land um not sure if they're holding off other like news stuff for a potential direct maybe not to like talk a direct into existence but you yeah. know Fe- february is you know traditionally been a hot month for nintendo direct so maybe we'll see more there along with splatoon and other first quarter releases but Tyler, I watched it. I don't know if you have because we I didn't have. talk about I it, have. but how are you feeling about Big Curb and the Forgotten Land? I mean, it looks just, I mean, it looks gorgeous. I mean, with Kirby, he could, I don't know, he's very much like, he's very beloved, I would oh, say. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Universe kind adored. of hard for him to be like, even though he's a demonic it, alien. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, I can't stay mad at you. Like, even if a game is like, <laughs> sort of subpar like yeah, a like lot a, like a lot of people thought uh the star most allies. recent one star allies was i liked it a lot even though it was short uh it's actually a like people people can't stay mad people like can't stay mad at kirby you know no it's like an only child <laughs> yeah and and this looks great like it looks like great first impressions the way that they're using the you know the the copy abilities looks you know, perfectly. Looks like fine. They, have, they have they have the buddy like a, a form of the buddy ability from Star. Yeah, Allies. they have a new sort of companion with you, this flying rat, uh, <laughs> with this chunk bitten out of his ear. Uh, oh, but I don't, I don't. They got like towns and stuff in this. Like I'm I'm really wondering how this is going to play out because I don't think it's open world. I feel like it's more going to be like a Mario Odyssey sort of thing where it feels like, you know how like in Star Eyes and you can move around the overworld. It feels like just a yeah. game built around that concept. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, it feels so natural, I guess. Like it looks really, really yeah, it, it doesn't look out of place or anything like that. It, Kirby looks hard, very much in tune with the environment. Yeah, it's hard for me to figure out like things to say about it cuz it just feels so right. normal yeah. almost, right? Like you, it's, you're just gonna be Kirby moving around in 3D. The levels look very naturally built for his movement. I'm still wondering how, like, maybe they have a ceiling for how high you can fly or something like that. We didn't get to see too much of Kirby's flight uh, capabilities in this trailer, but we got to see a lot of cool power-ups. Like the the drill looks super cool to use. Yeah, it does. Looks really good. Uh, but I don't know. It it's it just seemed like a very solid look at the game. I don't really know what I expected, but it it just looks very natural. I don't know. And I think that's a good thing, because obviously that means that they adapted Kirby to 3D well, at least in in my early opinion. Uh, I I think the file size is bigger than Mario Odyssey. I think that's a report that came out, which... Mario Odyssey is in itself. It's a tank. Um, Yeah, uh, March 25th, so literally right around the corner. GameStop already gave it a 5 out of 5. They saw the trailer and like, done. Sold. It's over. Yep. Done. Yeah. Um. Five point eight gigs. Kirby's bi- at biggest game ever in any capacity, spinoff or not. So, uh, mm. lo- uh hopefully going to be a content packed edition 
and and hopefully what's going to be the best and you know because Kirby does need a lot like um like we I know I've brought up the point a lot we've talked about a lot how the Switch has been like the console of like shaking up these franchises Kirby yeah was definitely next in line because I, I don't know if I'd consider Mario Odyssey like a shakeup of the franchise because Galaxy's a lot like Odyssey but it just Different I don't know. Thing. I, I feel like Odyssey. I feel like Odyssey was a decent shakeup. I mean, it. Uh, I guess Odyssey coming off 3D world, like, 3D land. Yeah. I mean, Odyssey kind of feels like this new. I don't know. I got a very similar vibe from these two trailers, probably because Odyssey has the a copy mechanic. Like it has the yeah. captures. It does. Yeah. So. And, yeah, I guess so. Coming off, if when you when you put it in terms of coming off of 3D world and land, like yeah, definitely a lot different. I mean, especially games. with the with the movement of Mario just being mm-hmm. literally getting every, every Anywhere corner of the franchise. Yeah. Just you know, the, the that game is like the speed running game. Like it's, I, don't, I don't know. I think Mario Mario 64 might might have the crown still. I mean, just maybe. It, but the fact I, that those it, both it come from the, the it definitely same is the franchise. Main yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's it's crazy. Uh, then obviously we talk about Breath of the Wild to death, but that's shaken up there. Um, three houses, new elements, and now Kirby's like up next in line. So mm-hmm. I and so far so good with the with the last three we named. Uh, just looking to add another strong strong game to the catalog. Yeah, I'm I'm super. I mean, it's it's Kirby. I really don't think I've ever played a bad Kirby game. So have you played a good one? Yeah, I think they're all good. I think everyone I've played is good. Return to Dreamland was great. I thought Star Allies was great. I have no doubts that this will be great. I, I honestly have full confidence already. <laughs> like, is there is there confirmation? Is there confirmation that um Sakurai's the one behind it? Uh, be, if, right? if there is, I don't know. How Laboratory is the one making it, so I'm assuming he's involved. I mean, to what extent though? Who really knows? That's a good point, but I, I hope his name's on that credit. He deserves it. Yeah, of course. I mean, he All deserves right. to be like on every video game's credits. It's me. true. Yeah, like every uh, franchise that has a character in Smash Bros. put him in the credits. I, listen, I don't hate it. I think it's a good idea. But, but uh, is yeah. that all for Curb? I, I completely forgot it happened, so I'm glad we remembered to talk about that. But and I think I mean that's all that happened for Curb. It was just one trailer, but it looks it, it just looks good. Yeah, I very very exciting. Um, more excited for that or? Well, no, you're more excited for Legends Arceus. Who am I kidding? But I'm probably more excited for Legends Arceus. Yeah. All right. Um, this now. Is the first time Skype's yelling at me for not being able to he- for people not being able to hear me. That's interesting. They yell at me all the time for that. Oh, really? oh okay. Well, glad right. I'm in the posse now. Tyler, how yeah. was the world ends with you? Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll get back on that that train. So according yeah, to yeah. my Switch profile statistics. Course. Uh, I've played that game for about ten hours, a little over. 10 another, hours. another dread, another short one. I was about to say another short one, but I forget how much. I'm gonna look how much it costs for, on the Switch because I'm pretty sure it was uh, a pretty normal price. But twenty. Let me look. No, I think it. Oh no, uh, this one says like. Between twenty, okay, so yeah, that's a reasonable price, I'd say. Uh, yeah, okay. So yeah, I played for about ten hours. Uh, that was me kind of just barreling through the story, though, or not barreling through, but like not Speed really. <laughs> like I tried to explore a little bit, but okay. just the nature of this game, like the story is pretty. You know, it's a DS game. Like, what do you, you? You're not gonna expect like a sixty hour experience from a yeah, DS no, game. you're not expecting much. 
I mean, there are a few. I mean, like Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky played for 150 hours, so there are obviously exceptions. But for what this game is, I think it's totally fine for the price to hour conversion that we like to do on this podcast. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much because this game has a, like I said, I'm going to repeat what I just said before we talked about Kirby, phenomenal story, phenomenal characters, and phenomenal uh, music as well. Just all the presentation aspects are great. It has a lot of style. It was made by this is a Square Enix game, so you know. I did know that. Pretty pretty reputable, so I was already you know expecting a lot going in, but it it was really good. Like I really enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I'll talk about the gameplay a little bit because that is where the majority of people are going to fall off on this game. I think because. Isn't it a bad thing? Yes, because. Oh boy. It's it's unique. It's it's all touchscreen based, because uh, okay. it was originally re- released on the DS. It would be like a stylus based, but since the, you know, this game does not, or this system does not have a stylus, you have to use your finger. Uh, you can also play it, you know, on the big screen by using like your, uh, kind of like you're using the Joy Cons a Wii remote to point around. Yeah. But at least for my Joy Cons, they are super drifty. So I had to play the whole thing in handheld because Ugh. they really would not allow me to play. Are you gonna on... get new ones? You are a handheld guy. Like I'm not a handheld guy, so controllers suit me fine. But like, are you gonna get new Joy Cons? Uh, yeah, I probably should have asked for them for Christmas. But I mean, the Joy Cons <sighs> in handheld mode work fine. But like, I don't know why the the gyroscope must be a little off, uh, off a kilter. little. <laughs> A little, because it, it I, just kept moving the cursor left when I was just holding it still. So. I remember playing Mario Galaxy. I'm like, I want to die, because like my my Joy Cons, yeah. they're like the they're like the first edition. They're just mm-hmm. awful. But sorry, go ahead. Like I had to. No. Anytime yeah. we talk about Joy Con, I got hot. Yeah, you, you gotta. I was about to say, you gotta put the hot take. Gotta keep Nintendo accountable for that. Exactly. Really not great. But yeah, World's End with you, man. I'm gonna stumble <laughs> over my. I'm gonna stumble over my words in that title every time. Uh, the world ends with you. Uh, Final Remix. I know that this game literally remixes the soundtrack because uh, you can switch between the original and this version's uh, yeah. soundtrack on, on the fly. And oh my god, dude! Like this game's soundtrack banger? is so fucking good. It is a certified banger. I'm there. The album's on Spotify. Go listen to it. It's amazing. Already? Or I guess it's an old game. Uh, it's yeah. It's a really old game. But both games' soundtracks are on Spotify. Go listen to them. They're great. Um, again, really nice sense of style. Uh, the 2D animation is, you know, very good, uh, at least for DS standards, of course. Uh, but yeah, probably runs phenomenally on the Switch. It, no, it does. It does. It's the hardware difference makes it so that this game is very smooth. There, there's not a whole lot that the Switch really needs to struggle on for this game. No. Uh, but even still, again, I just the unique style pulls it in regardless of like, you know, what what your current view of you know graphical standards is. Because I yeah. know like for for us going back to old games, even if they're like good old games, it's still a bit of a struggle, you know, from whether it's like UI or just how the game like it's more difficult to follow the events of the game. Uh, that. It's hard to explain, but for me, it's hard to go back to old games some of the time just because of how I'm conditioned for quality of life of, of games that we have now. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, like Mario 64, I could not really go back to that game. No, I struggled. Because I'm just a little baby 
who's spoiled with more quality of life features in modern games. But this game didn't really feel like that. It felt like, you know, a very natural game to play in this current day and age. If you can hear me typing, I'm sorry. I just had the idea to start a list of the games we review on the pod this year. So we can use it for future content. But yeah, that's fair. Did you review? Did you already finish one that you talked about last week? Uh, Pokemon Let's Go? Perhaps. I guess we'll put it on next. We never uh, talked about Halo, it before. Halo, so. Halo, Halo Infinite. Infinite. Yeah, we can yeah. talk. We put that one too. All right, keep going. Sorry. Okay. So yeah, the gameplay. So basically, your character. Whenever you enter a battle, right? Uh, your character, uh, Neku. He's who you play as. Uh, he is placed in the center of the screen, and then enemies will spawn around you. And you have to use your finger to drag Neku to different places. And also, you have these pins, which give you different moves. So one pin will allow you to shoot, like, fireballs out of your hands. Another pin will allow you to dash really fast. Is it one at a time? Uh, kind of. Because one, like, you tap an empty space, and that'll activate that pin. And then another one, you have to, like, slash across an enemy with your finger. So is it turn-based or no? It is not. It is real-time. Uh, the enemies will move around, and you have to, like, dodge them in real-time. Okay. Uh, dodging as in, like, literally, like, the act of dodging, is very hard to pick up on at the beginning. You kind of have to, like, move. It, it was hard. Like, being a whole touchscreen game, I had a lot of problems with, like, it not reading my movements how I wanted them to and getting stuck. Like, it, it's a difficult game uh, at some points just because of the nature of it being a touchscreen-controlled-based game. Yeah. But, uh, you know... There are ways around it uh, based on you can just have pins that just cheese enemy encounters. Uh, you can abuse the uh, partner mechanic based on what partner you have at that point in the game, et cetera, et cetera. But that is where I think a lot of the people may have a disconnect with this game is because the gameplay is a little less it's less intuitive than you'd like it to be. And it's just at least in this day and age is definitely hard to pick up. And what I will say is that even though I will defend the gameplay a little bit, what I will not defend is the boss fights. Uh, oh, boy. The boss fights in this game are, like, stupidly difficult. <laughs> like, in at least in normal. The, the game allows you to switch your game to easy mode on the fly, which is great because, oh, my God. the boss. I've had to switch it to easy for every single boss in the game, bar, like, maybe once. Because Damn, it was actually... Tough. Like, it was just so fucking... Uh, hard at least for when i was first starting out playing the game yeah like the the boss's difficulty jump from just the regular enemies you face is like a fucking skyscraper (laughs) like it it turns into a bullet hell essentially and if you don't know how to dodge right you just get fucking eviscerated yeah because a lot of the pins that you use you have to stand still to use them and then you just take a huge hit that unless you have a healing pin or unless you have your sync meter up with your partner you won't be able to restore super easily and it's just like the bosses also themselves like they just spam like the same line over and over again every time they do an action and it's so goddamn annoying because they just say the same thing over and over again in quick so they don't have, so they don't have any like unique moves or is it just like they do the same things over and over and over again oh no they it's just it's just a lot of like they will do the same thing over and over again and every single time they do it they will play the exact same voice lines like oh my god my ears are grating right now listening (laughs) to your ass 
I get it. I get it, dude. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You're going to destroy me. Just, just shut the fuck up and do a different move. Please. Uh, but yeah, easy makes that you take less damage and do more damage. So if you want to just play the story, I would. There is no shame in just going through on easy. I try dude, to. I play normal. every game on easy. <laughs> I tried to do normal when I could. There is a hard mode which I did not even fucking touch. Fuck that. I've only uh, done one hard mode ever. It's, but um, even in the game, mode. like. It's almost like a mechanic to be able to change the difficulty because that'll input, that'll influence like the drop rates of certain items that you need to progress. Like even some of the NPCs are like, I'd switch my game to easy mode to do the specific challenge, things like that. So I kind of I kind of see it as a mechanic of the game just to be able to switch your your damage output on the fly. Yeah. Uh, but I try to do because that will influence how much XP you gain after battle because if you're on easy you'll gain less XP and you'll get you'll have a much lower drop rate for items so it's really just there's a trade-off to doing it which i think is nice um let's see uh but yeah i actually did like i beat the final boss on normal like i actually oh good work like i was able to that boss in particular though at at least in that point of the game you were able to kind of damage boost through uh because you got a lot of sinks at the end but uh yeah, besides the gameplay, again, like the story and the world that they build is super intriguing. The characters themselves are super fleshed out. Like after playing the story, I can see why this game is like has a very much cult following to it. Like it is it's a very moving story. Nice. Like I I was about to say you and I both love those the stories. Like you get really invested in these characters. Like you want to see their story through. Even your main character, like he has a lot of personality. He's not a silent protagonist or anything. He has a, a tangible arc and, and direction and, and good interactions with the rest of the characters. It, it, it's a very, very good story. And I'm, I would recommend anyone honestly get this game if they have the chance. Uh, it's super good. I loved it. I don't want to spoil any of the story. <laughs> like, it's kind of hard to probably grasp the gameplay because I haven't touched the story at all. Yeah. But, I guess I'll give the setup real quick. Basically, your character... synopsis, if you will. The synopsis, yeah. Your character, you wake up in the middle of Shibuya in Japan. Uh, you've probably seen that famous, like, super big, busy crosswalk in Japan. Yeah. Uh, I know Splatoon, I know Splatoon had it in, in its sort of level design as well in the first one. That is where you are. But you wake up without your memories, you have amnesia, and you realize that all the people around you cannot see you like you are invisible to them you dead Uh, (laughs) yes you are oh my god Uh, i'm sorry everybody i'm so sorry everyone listening no it's okay you you learn that pretty early on but you are taking part in something called the reapers game where they will take people who have died and pit them against each other in a bit to get a second chance at life essentially oh it's like the gulag Uh, it's a game built around the idea of a gulag kind of yeah but like <laughs> as like different player the players of the game need to make a pact with each other like you need to team up with another player in order to fight the enemies of this world which are called the noise uh and they can take different forms you know a lot of them look like different beasts and, and animals and such and you can fight them off using these pins that you collect which will like i said they will grant you different moves like like fire and telekinesis and and all sorts of different things you can summon rocks uh, from the sky to fall on people you know, just a lot of different regular like RPG attacks, basically. Uh, and uh, you are kind of—it's weird. You're in this world that overlaps the real world, 
Yeah. Uh, but that that is the place where the Reapers game takes place. Uh, people in the regular world can't see you, but you're traversing the same like streets and the same thing as you would in the real world. It's just people cannot see or interact with you uh, unless you're at certain points of the game. Uh, but yeah, it's a week long thing. Uh, you, there are different there is a different challenge for seven days, and if you make it to the end, supposedly you are brought back to life. And also, when you enter this uh, alternate world where the game takes place, you have to give up an entry fee, which is the thing you value most. Uh, so that could be like a person. An item, it could be whatever. a person. That could be like an aspect of yourself. A lot of different things. And the different characters you meet all have different entry fees, and you get to kind of understand and figure out what happened to them. That actually sounds really interesting. Yeah. No, it's it's in a. It was hard to get the handle on it at first, but the characters are very good at kind of like actually explaining what's going on. You're never really lost too much. That's good. Well, that's good. Physically lost, yes, because the UI is very hard to figure out when you first. But, sto- the but game. story direction is really good. I was about to say story direction is good. At least, at least in my opinion, it was. But yeah, like your main character goes through a huge like, like your character is completely different from how he is at the beginning of the game by the end. Like it's. It's super cool, super refreshing, and just has an amazing style to it that is com- completely unique to any other game I've seen. It's it's awesome. The character designs are great. Uh, I I just love everything about it. Dialogue is good. It, it's just fantastic. I I love it. I love the story of this game so much. I'm so excited to play the sequel now. <laughs> Nice. Because th- this game had gave me a really good first impression. I just really hope the gameplay is different because oh my god, it did get old after a while got all quick yeah like i i would honestly kind of i don't know i I wish they did overhaul this game's thing where you can like actually use the joysticks to move around and like buttons to do (laughs) shit but but honestly like it it was a unique experience i i don't think the game suffers too much from that gameplay stuff especially I don't know how the hand, how the TV mode of this game works. So for all I know, all of my issues of the gameplay could be solved through that. Like it could be way easier to dodge and do all that shit. I want to give it a shot. Uh, I was about to say I'll, I I have the digital I have the uh, physical copy, so I could lend it to you. You know, the next time you're a few states up. Uh, yeah, that'll be in uh next time I'm up there's April. So I was about to say I'll I'll let you have it, but it's I. I it's really good, I think. The world ends with you. That's another game off my back catalog, but I'm all really right, excited Tyler. to play the sequel now. Well, give it a score. We're going to score all the games we review this year. Well, sure, first of all, sure. what would you give Halo Infinite's campaign? Uh, Halo Infinite not... campaign, I'd give it an 8, probably. Okay, and now the world ends with you. This one, just because of the gameplay and the the bosses that got really frustrating, uh, I'll say 7. Seven, seven point five. Give me a seven point five. All right, so tied with Let's Go. Yeah, I, I congrats don't really... to Halo Infinite, early, early leader in the clubhouse. For I mean sport. Halo Infinite. I mean, if you guys were on Twitter and you saw the trend that we were all bandwagoning on, uh, you know Chief. that Master yeah, he made it in. Chief, yeah, I was about to say Chief made it into my uh, top unlike four. Unlike Smash, characters. he made it in Tyler's top four, which that's some would true. say is a bigger accomplishment. I mean, that's only after playing one game. So I mean that that's the effect that kind of that game had so uh but yeah the world ends with you super cool game and there's even like post-game content that i've even gotten to yet there's a whole like alternate story that well not an alternate story but like 
an extra mission that I can do. Uh, there's, you know, hidden collectibles that I can go back through the entire game to get, which unless there's a story thing, I don't think I will do. That sounds like a lot for a game yeah, that, that you gave like, a 7.5, like respectfully, of course. Yeah, no, it it's good. Uh, it, for the story alone, it's worth getting. Uh, obviously, gameplay is not groundbreaking and not the most intuitive thing in the world, but for the story, totally worth it. Totally worth it. And I'm excited more than ever to try Neo The World's End With You now. Is that the last of the installments? Uh, it is. Uh, this is a. It was just a, a game and its sequel. Uh, there are no plans to make any more. The developers said that they, they like where, the, where they left the series off with. So, And that's the game I've heard. Like, underrated gem, amazing game. Like, gypped, got gypped out of the Game Awards level good. So, When did that I, release? When did that come out? Uh, let's find out, because <laughs> I don't actually know. Uh, you got any any input while I'm looking this up? Um, no, it sounds very intriguing. You kind of have me like I've people like I don't know why it came up, but recently people have been like asking me like why I just like you know just enjoy like games and I just I just like games with a oh it was in my introduction. Yeah. Um, my for, I had to do a, I had to make a brochure for my introduction for my classes and since no oh. one ever see, and since no one will ever see me in person I'm like ah fuck it I'll I'll actually put stuff that actually matters mm. so I'm like yeah like I just became like enthralled with games that have good story characters that you know there's a nice world and then yeah that that sounds like if uh, checks one two and three for uh, my my main uh, hit as far as like what I want in a game uh, the gameplay is really scaring me but yeah, like. Knowing you, I almost feel like you would get like frustrated with the gameplay and not finish the game. That's that's, I, I, that's like. exactly what I was thinking when you were talking about it. Yeah, like that. I it, at some points it was like, man, I'm just not. But the, the ability to switch to easy mode makes it so that you never really hit that easy. wall. I would. Yeah, so easy. like you would be able to like steamroll through. Like but, you'd be able to damage boost through everything you see. You won't have a problem. Some of the bosses still will kick your ass a little bit. But on easy mode, you should have no problem. Wonderful. It's good news. Uh, but I don't think you unlock easy until, like, of the first mission. But, again, that's the first mission. You'll be fine. Oh, God. Uh, but, yeah. Just ne- the, the world ends with you. Fantastic story. Fantastic world. Uh, fantastic character interactions. I, I mean, you guys know that we love that. Like, actually having mm-hmm. good dialogue and relationships between the characters, which this game definitely has. And uh, Neo: The World Ends with You, the sequel, came out in July of 2021. Did I say last year? I'm looking at it yeah. right now too. Uh, it came out July 27, 2021. Uh, and the the world ends with you. The first one came out on July 26, 2007. So very close to the you know release day of of its predecessor. Nine out of ten Nintendo Life, a five out of five on Walmart, and a 4.75 on GameStop. So very promising. Very promising. Yeah, I'm I'm totally I am absolutely invested in the story now. I'm excited to see where it picks up, to be honest. Because just on the cover alone, there is a character that was in the previous game that I have no idea why is in this one. So oh, I'm God. already intrigued by that uh sequence. And there are also a lot of new characters, which obviously uh bodes well for the game. And I think the at least I hope the gameplay is different. I saw a brief glimpse of my friend from Pokemon Club playing it, and it looked really cool. So, thank God. Uh, 
I will. That'll be my next uh, next foray and into getting my backlog done. Uh, Wonderful. But it won't be. It won't. My backlog will not be empty for long because uh, I there is a new game that has been announced by Bandai Namco. Uh, that is banjo back. It, it is no banjo. Why would Bandai Namco make banjo? <laughs> I thought that's who owned it, but I guess not. <laughs> Microsoft owns Banjo, my guy. Have they always owned it? I don't think they've always no, owned it. No, they haven't always owned it. Rare used to own it, but now oh, it's Microsoft's. Shit. Bandai, <laughs> get get the rights to Banjo. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft, I don't know if you saw this, Microsoft just completed their buying of Activision Blizzard. So... Uh, not, not the most popular companies at the no, moment. No, no. I, I really don't know. I I don't know why anyone would want their name Wait, associated Wait, so does that with... mean Xbox? Does that mean Call of Duty comes an Xbox exclusive? Yeah. Wow. Okay, uh, that's kind Overwatch, of... Uh, I was going to say Overwatch. That's kind uh, of a game changer. World of then. Warcraft. That's... Wow. Uh, okay. Call of um, Duty. That is pretty big. Yeah, that was a huge acquisition that just went down. One, like, uh, today? I'm uh, pretty certain, maybe not today today, but very recently. Uh, uh, yeah, like I said, not the most popular companies at the moment, <laughs> so I can't imagine that the, the press is too um, positive on this purchase. But, I mean, if we're talking just, like, longevity and, you know, hopefully both companies turn their stuff around, but if we're talking about, like, game-wise, yeah. huge deal. Huge M- deal. Massive deal. I can only um, imagine now what Sony's going to do to absolutely make sure that certain games never make their way onto the Xbox platform. Now, uh, also... Uh, I'm convinced that's happening with Final Fantasy VII. I think that they are, like, clamping down hard on the rights to Final Fantasy. Probably. I mean, like, I, I Especially would, now. Do you think you'll buy another Final Fantasy game, Colby? Yes. I, if, uh, if I, I heard that the FF... The, the the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters one through six are coming out on Switch this year. That's a rumor. So mm, okay. I would buy Final Fantasy six absolutely. Okay. Just wondering because I know you don't have a whole lot of experience outside of seven. So I was wondering if you're no of like, expanding your horizons on that. Oh front. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's enough to get it, it warrants another shot. So I'll give. I've, I've heard a lot of good things about Final Fantasy six. Some say it's the best in the series. I see. I see. Well, uh, sorry. Off, that was a tangent. Getting back onto the Microsoft thing. According to a report, Bobby Kotick, which is Activision's longtime CEO, very much maligned in the media for kind of turning a blind eye to all of these horrible, things. horrible happenings on in his in his company. And also taking a shit ton of the cut of giving himself pay raises while completely shafting his employees. Uh, see, it is he's expected to leave after this deal closes, which one would be a good step forward in a great this, step. A, a really big step forward in getting, you know, this whole this, resolve, this, yeah. this whole thing back on track, yep, or at least definitely. making it better than how it is. Yeah. Uh, but nowhere near the end of the line. Like it needs to continue forward. It no. wasn't just the CEO. Like taking taking out the head is not gonna take off the multiple tentacles of darkness that he's put throughout this fucking good step though. Thing. Good step. Good step. I mean, that's that was only a report. So for all we know, it could be bullshit. But. If that goes down, I think that'll be a good omen for mm-hmm. hopefully Microsoft's continued usage of these brands and such yeah. that they're going to be uh, acquiring. I think Phil Spencer's a nice guy. Don't people like Phil Spencer? 
I, I think I think people like Phil. I think Phil's all right. I, he's I, not doing that shit according to reports. So I, I mean, mean, he's already already a step up. Uh, but yeah, getting back on track, back on track again because I think we just went on two separate tangents. Uh, yeah, Bandai Namco is uh, developing a new game. Uh, no official release date yet, but it is based on uh, one of probably probably the only anime that I actually really follow. Uh, which is My Hero Academia. Uh, Bandai has already made two My Hero Academia fighting games, uh, which both of which I own and I've played. Uh, and now they are making a different game. They're making a My Hero Academia Battle Royale game. Oh, God, of course they are. Which is it's called My Hero Academia Ultra Rumble, I think it's called. Uh, you get in squads of four. You pick a different character from... Like, you used to pick a different character from the My Hero universe... And then you're like you're you seem to be dropped into this arena to go gather like items and and fight each other, which I think is super interesting because like this game it's like there's no guns there's no nothing it's all just the people like the characters' powers. Uh, the the trailer didn't really show too much about the gameplay, but it actually looks really cool like the way that they're implementing. The characters' quirks and how they're used. I think it'd be cool, and that's just me as a My Hero fanboy kind of geeking out over this. As well, uh, as a My Hero weeb. Yes, of course. Uh, it, it's definitely interesting. Like there have been some really weird anime games that are coming out. Like Dragon Ball: The Breakers is one that just came out. That's like a. There's another Dragon Ball game. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's completely different from what we've seen have you ever heard of the video game evolve i have heard of it uh where it's a team of monster hunters against one monster uh yeah but it's like the monster is also controlled by a player and it needs to you know evade the hunters and evolve into a stronger and stronger form in order to take down all four members uh dragon ball breakers is kind of like that but using like iconic dragon ball villains so like cell starting off in his larval form and you know, becoming perfect cell and gaining is more power. Is Vegeta an enemy? Is he a bad guy? I think some of the regular human players can, like, become, like, the powerful Dragon Ball characters like Vegeta and Goku and use their powers to kind of stave off uh, the 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 big bad enemy of whatever uh, time period they're playing in. But some really weird directions that fighting games are or not fighting games that anime games are going with because you know a lot of people are just like give us an anime fighting game because that's what a lot of the most popular animes uh are these days we just got the demon slayer fighting game we already have two my hero academia fighting games demon slayer, we all, i mean to, to my knowledge is on top of the world oh right demon now. slayer is fucking taking over it, it's it's running shit i was about to say yeah that that's king right now Honestly, uh, we have a One Punch Man fighting game. We obviously have Dragon Ball Fighters. Well, what's the point of game. that if it's One Punch Man? Just pick him and beat the shit out of everybody. Well, that's the thing. If you pick Saitama, it takes him five minutes to get to the battlefield. So you basically just need to survive with your <laughs> other two characters until Saitama gets to the battlefield. But then once he does get there, it's over. He does one shot anything that he hits. So that is the trade off. God damn! I can't believe they made an anime based around a guy who can just someone just beat the shit out of everybody. It's definitely interesting how they do it. I haven't watched the full series, but the the, the psychology of, of Saitama is definitely interesting. Uh, it's not just complete, you know, joke anime. It's actually pretty cool. But 
yeah, just thought I'd mention that because the interweave in me would not let me not say it, and I've already added it to my list of games that are upcoming. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, Dying Light 2 also come rapidly approaching in February. Uh, my wallet is crying at the moment. Yeah, you're in trouble, buddy. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> but, yeah, um, that is, oh, excuse me, everything I had on that. Uh, so I guess now we'll get to the not-so-good news. Uh, There's bad news? Of this episode, yeah. Remember the E3 thing I talked to you about? Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea what it is, so this is going to be brand new to me. Well, there was a Nintendo Life article, uh, oh, which God. obviously I can't find because they post too goddamn much. Uh, but maybe I can look it up if I look up like Nintendo Life E3 or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so we you you know that uh, E3 is online, right? Yeah, 100% virtual again. Yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. It actually worked. So, yeah, E3 2022 in doubt as journalist claims digital digital event is probably also canceled. There's going to be no E3 this year. That is what this article is saying. Uh, oh, basically, man. not only I mean, everyone already knows that it goes on that it went online, but there are some vague statements where from E3 that people were not sure if it was actually happening. And let me find the guy. I'm trying to find the dude. Yeah. VentureBeat journalist Jeff Grubb believes that the digital E3 has probably also been canceled. Nothing's been confirmed either way, but apparently this guy has an impressive track record with these yeah, industry the, yeah, scoops. Yeah, the, yeah, the Grubb man's he's top dog. Oh, uh, Grubb's top dog? Okay. Yeah, Grubby, he's up there. Yeah, so he he's saying that I mean, that, that's all the article is, just him saying that, yeah, this it's probably also canceled. But nothing else confirmed, um, but that would be very sad. Yeah, that would suck tremendously, but, I mean, if, if there's no E3, aren't all these companies just going to have their own, like, Nintendo Presents or Sony? I mean, um, it seems like that. I mean, this this almost feels like it's going to be... This is the start of the downfall of e, E3. Like... <laughs> Game it, it Awards is just loving this. Game Awards Jeff, Jeff Keighley is through a party. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking as well. But it's a little sad. Like if this is the beginning Definitely. of the end for E3, like just Kobe that, just such E3. a huge event of like everybody coming together and doing all their stuff in one place, just literally being an event that people like mark their calendars for. Yeah, definitely. It's gonna be um, taken off the map. It seems. Yeah, games like. Like, let's just say, just use an example, like a Breath of the Wild 2 revealed at E3 is way cooler than Breath of the Wild 2 being revealed in Nintendo Direct. Like, it's just what it is. Yeah, because it, it's just such a big event. Or, I yeah, mean, everyone's it, watching. It doesn't I mean, matter it, who it, you it are. Was. Everyone's watching. Yeah. yeah. So, Listen, we thought Nintendo Directs were dead, so... And they made it, that's e3, true. Who's to, who's to say E3's not just taking a little break? I mean, it went digital because of the the pandemic, of course, still really just fucking us over at every end. Yep. Uh, but, I mean, it, we, we thought Nintendo Direct would be gone because of that, and they, they came back, so... Yep. I'd say there's a chance, but... Me too. I would say there's also a chance. I don't know. It, it's just some... Just a prediction from somebody who usually knows his shit, so... Yeah. The Grub, man, he's... He's got, um... He's got a good track record, so... 
I mean, yeah, that would suck tremendously, but would it be the end of the world? Not really, but we would be losing a pretty big uh, day as far as the gaming spotlight goes. Yeah, for sure. But that that was all the bad news I had. Nothing confirmed, but just speculated. What do you what do you think, pal? You got anything else to to lead us away from this this depressing news? Uh, from this heartbreaking news. Um, do you want to do the four? The top yeah, four sure, Twitter sure, trend. Sure, yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, in, in case you've been, in case you aren't on Twitter, which if you aren't, stay off of it for the love. I was about to say, save, for, save for, yourself for your own sake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's been a trend going around where you, I guess, just it's any media because I've seen Garfield as one of someone's top four. So I'm guessing yeah. it's just anybody but primarily video game related uh you put your top four characters from video games in like a tweet and then you tag five people to do it too um i didn't get tagged but i still did it because i'm just a fucking alpha so i (laughs) did it and then tagged samps and the rest of the discord boys samps actually got someone he tagged to retweet him so tyler's Mm -hmm. tweet's been getting some serious traction real banger but yeah, yeah okay. that's what we that's what we uh did yesterday and I guess now we're gonna discuss who we pick and why. So I actually have to pull up my tweet. Um I'll be honest, uh, <laughs> my brain yeah. was kind of mambo jambo when I did it, so I was true to the first four characters I thought about. So All I'm right. not so I might be making live corrections to this, but um, we'll see. We'll see. I love the color coding, though. Like you, you Thank had the you. all white background. You. Like you were on Thank top you. of it. I, I was. I was. Uh, mine. I don't think mine's in order either. Like I just put together characters based on. I mean, it is alphabetical order technically. So I also did yeah. that <laughs> impressively. But Very all right, good. here we go. Um, my four were, um, Claude from Fireman Three Houses. I think that goes without saying. I think yeah. I said on this show before he's like my favorite character in video games. Just. I, I didn't sink 600 hours into that game for him not to make this fucking list. So yeah. he's definitely on here. We have um, Cloud from Final Fantasy VII, the original concept art uh, from the 1997 game. Uh, a, a game that's just really grown on me as a whole the last over the last year. You know, just playing, just watching people play the remake, playing the original through twice on my own, and you know, obviously saving up all my money just to experience the remade edition on the latest and best hardware again kind of goes that saying tremendous arc tremendous just well-written character Mm -hmm. um all that stuff so he definitely had to be on here uh next this is a this might have been a shocker or some but my zelda representative was actually uh mifa the one of the the zora champion from breath of the wild Mm mm-hmm Zora's domain is. My sister came in my room the other day and she looked at all my Zelda prints. She's like, "Which one's your favorite?" And I'm like, "Definitely." I said, "Like Zora's domain, without question." Like, I, yeah. I love that. I love Zora's domain in the game. Like, even like when the rain's falling, like as the divine beast is rampaging, it's just beautiful. Then, yeah. when, obviously, when you beat it, like it when le- oh my god, daylight, nighttime doesn't matter. Zora's domain is beautiful and Mifa, like tragic character, tragic story, but I think just really again well written. Adds a lot to the adds a lot to the background of Link and the champions, so had to make it on here. And finally, I had to have I had to have a villain, and no, it wasn't Bowser. We pulled from FF7 again because fuck it, and we chose Sephiroth, the one winged angel again from Final Fantasy VII. When you talk about villains, I he's probably one or two at this point, and especially now mm-hmm. with his popularity being in Smash, the remake. He's just it, 
Sephiroth, t- stocks are high for him <laughs> right now. But yeah, I mean, what else can I really say? Just menacing, perfect, like not like obviously like a badass in every sense of the word, but more of a methodical and psychological villain more than anything yeah. else. Uh, just again, really just adds so much to that story. And when you finally beat him, it feels like an accomplishment. That final scene where Cloud's just Omni slashing him and all that stuff. But this is, you know, this is about Sephiroth. He's yeah. Really pulls some devious strings. He's he's a little he's a little um <laughs> he's a, he's an evil guy. So I mean, of course. Yeah, I mean, just he's handsome and evil. So he had to make the list. But yeah, uh-huh. those are my four. Again, subject to change because my brain was kind of mambo jamboed when I did this. Just a lot going on yesterday. But yeah, those are my top four, and all four and all five people I tagged um, recognize the tweet. So that's also a victory in itself. I was about to say you got you got the Zeej man. You got, I did. He liked. We it. got him again. I, I I have a knack for picking him out. <laughs> I was about to say. I mean, you you had your character. You had his character front and center. So I had to. It's in his bio. Claude from Firearms. The first thing it says. So I had to have it. I mean, Claude's definitely, at least for me, like in the top ten for sure. But uh, my brain was also a bit mambo jamboed. But I tried to get not like top four, but four just that generally kind of get the vibe of the characters i like yeah and, and yeah i didn't do just video games i had one character that was outside of video games uh, and i could have picked some other characters like anakin skywalker from star wars uh you know there there are a lot that i could have but obviously being the the gamers that we are most if not all of our picks were from video games definitely because that's ha- represent the type of media that we to represent yeah of course that's the type of media that we consume the most consume the most and we are most uh, receptive to so uh i'll just get the obvious one out of the way uh Grovile from uh pokemon mystery dungeon explorers of sky literally did a whole episode on him <laughs> basically uh, basically a whole episode on him uh we it was talked about we talked about this we talked about Grovile for like 40 minutes <laughs> yeah we, we talked about him for close to an hour so if you want to get my full thoughts on Grovile, go check out that episode it's still I'd say it's still worth revisiting to today. It's just uh, talking about our favorite video game characters. So definitely, I saw go check that out. The 100 episodes. So go check it out. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite episodes I think we've done. Oh yeah, uh, a ton of fun. But yeah, Grovile is just uh, such a badass. Like so, like, he plays the role of the villain of at, at the beginning, but then there's the huge reveal of him actually being your partner from the past, and then you get to work together with him, and even you know he sacrifices himself for you. Uh, he puts full you know, his, his willingness to trust whoever he's working with, to trust that they'll do the right thing, even even in his own story. He trusts he trusts Dust Noir to, to do what's right when the time comes. Uh, and, you know, he, he's able, he has such a pull, he's able to pull these characters that seem ir, irreversibly, you know, corrupted back to, back to the light like Dust Noir. And you know, support them the entire rest of the way while while they change. And yep. I don't know, just the final scene of his of his story, you know, going and mustering up the strength that he doesn't have to crawl over and hold the one that he loves in his arms as they wait for the end to come. It's just the, one of the most powerful scenes I've ever played in a video game ever. So yeah, Grovile's always going to stick with me, man. I the only thing that I want. The only reason that I would ever want to see a Pokemon Presents ever again is if they announce a remake of Explorers of Sky. 
that is it. You would start crying. I think I would. Like, I think about the scenario, and in none of them do I not shed at least one tear. He's played it over and over in his head. He's just ready. I mean, it's totally, totally a pipe dream. Like, the way I would want it, like, super hyper detail, like, pixel art. I don't want 3D. I want them to do, like, pixel art, because I think that's how this game thrives. Yep. But, you know. Also that, represented great in the Omega Ruby series, Omega Ruby or series. Yeah, of course. Dominic's in that too. Yeah, where he gets it to his final form, of course. But <laughs> grow vile specifically by, from Mystery Dungeon. By getting fertilizer poured on him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> grow vile from Mystery Dungeon. Uh, no contest. Obviously, he's there. Number one. And the final three characters all kind of serve the same niche, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, okay. we'll, we'll start with Link. Obviously, hero of Hyrule, just specifically Breath of the Wild Link. Like, him more than others, I think, is emphasized, like, how much of a fucking powerhouse he is. Tank. An unstoppable force of nature. He is. This man is. uh, Just able to overcome everything and just having this undying sense of of duty Mm -hmm. to protect, honestly, not just Hyrule, but, like, Zelda. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone. his duty is to her, but of course he's also the hero. He will help out anyone in need, mm-hmm. and it's just freaking Link, man. He has a lot of he's a goofy he's a goofy guy too. You see it in the dialogue options, like it's a very subtle characterization. But like exactly. after he gets memory wiped, he's just a goofy guy. Like he 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 can have some fun. He he has a good sense of humor. So uh, specifically, Breath of the Wild, Link, obviously, he's got to be there. We're, I mean. Of course. If not him, there was going to be a Zelda rep here anyway. But, I mean, Link is just... He's able to do what needs to be done, no matter the fucking odds. Correct. Just because of how fucking crazy he is. So, Maniac. Link's in there. One that I didn't really expect to put on here was Master Chief. Uh, yeah, Chief. Late, 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 maybe the late, latest and Probably the most recent. Yeah. Probably the most recent of the additions. I mean... I I've in our Halo Infinite episode, which was just the last week. Uh, well, not it wasn't just Halo Infinite, but that was when we talked about it. Uh, I talked about how Chief was just an icon of gaming, even though I've never even played the games. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like I knew his story. I knew, like I just knew the green armored. Everyone did. Everyone and knows who he is. He really he really did become an icon. I just didn't know how until now. You know, I've now that I've researched this story and I've played, oh, I've played full. Hero. I was about to say I've played through fully Halo Infinite, and I've been able to see it firsthand. You know, he's again very much like Link. He's an unstoppable force. Oh, he, hey, yeah, he did get his ass whooped in that first scene, apparently. So no, I, I know, but like, even if he gets knocked down, like he, he just keeps, up. he just keeps going. Like even if he doesn't have a reason to, it's all he knows. And he just keeps going no matter what. And, you know, it's always to, to serve his duty, if not to, you know, the UNSC, to the to the people of Earth and, and or to the people he is going through the story with, a la Halo Infinite and the pilot uh, who he helped out. Just an unstoppable force. But underneath, you know, he shows that you don't have to be all stoic either. You know, even more than Link, there's subtle characterization of him at least over time, becoming more, you know, he, he puts in some sarcasm in his one-liners. He, he, just his one-liners at all, the fact that he does them shows that he has, like, he's a bit of a, a corny guy, you know. 
but he's just also just because it's coming from Chief, it's just so badass anyway. Yeah, unlike Link, he verbalizes like his personality, where Link shows it. Yeah, I mean that voice though. I, it's Iconic. just so it's come it's commanding. It's fucking timeless. Like the it lines is. that that he speaks and the way that he views, you know, duty and and just what he does and why he does it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Again, another unstoppable force of a man who can just do anything regardless of the circumstances. Even if he gets his ass beat, he Who's he's able to keep going. Fourth is someone you don't know. Uh, yeah, I know. That's why I asked. <laughs> it is from uh the aforementioned anime that I watched called My Hero Academia. Uh, he is not the main character, but He's basically main character material, if you know what yeah. I mean. Like he he's got the sauce. He he's made yeah. of the the right stuff. His name is Mirio Togata, and That's a good name. His power, because uh, everyone in My Hero Academia, or at least most people, eighty percent of the population of the world, have something called a quirk or just a superpower, basically. Yeah. Uh, one girl can anything she touches loses all its sense of gravity, so it can float around like it's in space. Uh, another guy can sweat this nitroglycerin substance that he can ignite to make ex- explosions. Yeah. Uh, and another guy has literal engine pipes growing out of his ankles that he uses to run fast. So, yeah, it can get pretty wacky. But this I'm guy, the, basically, yes, he's <laughs> he's the speedster of the group. But this guy, Mirio, has a quirk that is is definitely unique. His is that he can phase through things so like he can turn he can kind of make different parts of his body intangible uh obviously sounds like a pretty damn good quirk especially when you see it in action like he just never gets hit you know he can just phase through whatever is coming his way he can also phase through the ground and like come up at different places uh he the way the animators do it especially in the anime is so fucking cool uh, but uh, in flashbacks, like he tells, like a lot of the class one A, because he literally the entire like main character class, he beats them all single handedly, <laughs> including the main character. Uh, you know, and they're all like, oh, you know, it's because of his quirk. His quirk's so overpowered. But he's like, well, honestly, not really. Like when I first got my quirk, like I couldn't do shit. You know, <laughs> like imagine what you have to do to like face through a wall you have to phase your one foot or like whatever body part you're putting through first unphase it on the other side keep your the rest of your body phased and then keep the rest of your body going forward and he also reveals that when he phases certain like his face and such like he can't breathe or see so it it not, took not a that overpowered like it took a lot of training to get to where he was now like a lot of work went into it and he's just this really like bubbly nice guy like he's super optimistic he's always there for his friends uh who it's like ike he fights for his friends he does he does fight for his friends but like when he gets serious oh it's like one of those characters who's like oh yeah he's a really nice guy but when he gets like down to business oh man like you do not want to be in his way uh and yeah his goal is to save a million people like that is no that is just one million well that's just a goal that he set for himself, like save a million people. And uh, he was actually looked at to be the successor of All Might, the greatest hero ever, who, you know, in, instead of Mirio, gave it to the main character, Deku, gave his power to the main character, Deku. 
but that shows how like this again this kid's got the sauce he's got the main character material he's selfless he he knows he knows what's up he knows what it takes to be a hero and in his first real like he he was recruited along with some of the other class 1a students and pro heroes to go raid this basically the superpowered yakuza of this world okay uh and they're off to save this girl named Aerie who can rewind people and objects. Uh, and this Yakuza, like this gang, was using her blood to like make bullets that could erase the quirks of the people that they hit. Uh, so obviously, big threat. He goes in there like a badass, like actually just nothing, nothing phases him, you know, pun intended. Completely just beats the shit out of everybody, but... When push came down to shove, he, the the leader of this gang was about to shoot the girl with the quirk erasing bullets. And he, you know, obviously he didn't even really have to because, you know, it wouldn't kill her or anything. But he didn't, like, she had been through enough pain. Like, she was actually, like, deconstructed by this guy whose ability is to re, like, he can control all of matter, basically. So That sounds troublesome. Like, if he touches you, he can make you explode, he can cure, like, your illness that's inside you, or he can do whatever, basically, whatever he wants. Uh, And the way... It's God. It's God. It's a very godly quirk, and the way that he, like, extracted the blood of this girl to make these bullets was doing just that, by literally deconstructing her and putting her back together. Jesus. Which, and, you know, obviously, Mirio, not about that, so, but he just didn't want her to be any in any more pain. So this would be the first person that he saves and he takes the quirk erasing bullet for her and it gets rid of his quirk. It like, it is gone. He can't phase anymore. He doesn't have it. And he's still facing down this dude, this dude that can control matter. And it doesn't even matter. Can you know what this motherfucker does? Powerless. He gets back up and he starts beating the socks off of this guy. Like at absolutely fucking beating his ass even without a power while he gave his cape his torn costumes cape to this girl for protection while she's watching on like this dude is the epitome of the word hero like i say he definitely sounds like one like selfless powerhouse just an, an inspiring dude you know just in everything that he does and he was gonna give up everything like his dream of saving one million people ended right there, but it didn't matter as long as he saved that one person that was in front of him. Yep. And he did. And that a legend. Absolute fucking Hall of Famer, this guy. First ballot going in. Yep, no Just doubt about it. Absolute badass. So that's why Mirio is in there. And yeah, that that rounds out my four. So as you can see, I very much like the fucking guys who just get back up and power through anything that's in their way yeah. for what they believe in like that shit is that shit's my that's just my guilty my guilty pleasure character like that shit is very inspiring to me so that's why those guys are on there so if you had to add one more character one video game and one non-video game well i guess i'd probably add claude over uh, sonic yeah, over Sonic. Well, Sonic is actually... How did you know I was going to add him? I mean, come on. Like we, we've, been, just... we, we've, we've been through it long enough. I know. I know. 
well, I have 3,000 tweets. What the fuck is wrong with me? Uh, <laughs> Dude, that's light work. I have way more than that. Yeah, no, I know. It's probably all my retweets. But uh, yeah. Sonic is interesting because Sonic is so inconsistent between all of his iterations. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, he's very Like, Sonic iterations, like Sonic and the Black Knight, Sonic, like, fucking badass. Super cool. But, like, Sonic and the Lost World Sonic, completely different person. Like Not cool. Get, like, get the fuck out of my face. Uh, Where'd the cool version of you go? Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, Claude... I mean, Claude's just so fucking cool, dude. He's awesome. Uh, he, again, also a hero. I may... I may put Dimitri over him, to be honest. Not a hero in the traditional sense. Not a hero, but I think the way that... Again, we're getting another fucking powerhouse character on my his roster. His arc is here. his arc is just way better than Claude's it, too. It's admittedly, it's so much. It's so much better. Like, admittedly, yeah. The way that he brings, he doesn't bring himself back from the brink. He has to trust other people to help him with that. But the way that you know, despite everything he's done, he is able to accept himself still. Yeah. Like not in a way that he like ignores everything he did, but in the way that. He, can he live accepts on. the yeah. guilt and uses that to like fuel his future endeavors. That's admirable. Like that. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic arc. And yeah. obviously, just Chris Hackney's voice work for Dimitri carries him to the highest degree. Yeah, like three different voices for the same character. Like you feel every single drip of emotion coming off of him. So I'd probably go with Dimitri for my video game character, but for my non-video game character. I want to do is I'd probably do a Star Wars one. I'd probably do Anakin Skywalker, because even though tragic character, it, it, he is a tragic character, of course. But in the Clone Wars, especially, he's just shown as this. Like you, you just you can just understand everything he does, you know. Yeah. Like if you were in his shoes, it'd be hard not to do what he did, or like mm-hmm. do what he does in that show. Like he. He's kind of disillusioned with the Jedi. Like, he does what he needs to to keep his friends and his loved ones safe. You know, he's he's one of the few Jedi who are very, like, who have a very personal relationship with their clone troopers under their command. They don't see mm-hmm. them as, he doesn't see them as tools. He sees them as, as people, and he makes friends with them, and he tries to, you know, be there for them all the time. And then Ahsoka comes in, and you see a completely different side of his character as a sort of mentor as well. Enough that Ahsoka did not believe when she heard that he was evil. He had turned like he actually like she actually could not believe it. So that goes to show like just the kind of impact that he has on the people around him. Yeah, he's just a very passionate character. Like you against the canvas of the very emotionally detached Jedi. Like that is the whole code is to give up emotions. Seeing Anakin do his thing is very relatable Mm -hmm. so obviously a very tragic character but i don't know i I like his story and it it pains me it pains me to see him fall which i think is proof enough that yeah it's proof enough that star wars and and lucasfilm and dave filoni especially in the clone wars are able to characterize him in a way that makes you care for him and not want him to fall so yeah i'd put anakin as my as my non-video game character character candidate what about you pal what's your what's your fifth um my non-video game actually came to me pretty quickly it's probably gerald 
No, non-video game. Um, well, I, well, I, I guess, guess I get, yeah. yeah. He, 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 he can do both. both. You can put it Fuck it. Geralt, one and two. No, um, probably a, a DC hero. Probably Green Arrow, Oliver Queen, just because uh-huh. oh, okay. I, I, the TV series Arrow, like, I watched seasons one and two are incredible. Um, mm. Unfortunately, seasons three and four are awful, and then season five is good again. But, yeah. you know, just those first two, I, I, I just love, the, even in Marvel, I just love the... The, the the heroes who have are very human elements like that's why I, mean, I'm, I love is like the best show oh I, th- right I think it is like i love like I, iron man i'm drawn to like hawkeye like i kate bishop like really grew on me as that series went on so mm-hmm. but like that all started with um with for me with oliver queen green arrow like his story i think's great um mm-hmm. again a lot like dimitri like season one he like gets like gets justice through like absolutely just murdering all these bad people <laughs> yeah. and then season two kind of gets like a redemption arc where he's not a killer anymore he's more of a hero and then it goes on from there but yeah it would definitely definitely be him just because i the steven mills a great job portraying him like i just I, I, i'm drawing everything about that character and the video game Geralt's definitely up there um he fucks a lot and he kicks a lot of ass so I mean, yeah that's I, that's a that's a hero in my book um, what a guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep gets get gets bitches get gets, done yeah. gets bitches gets paid and get and just kicks ass so that yeah, that's checks one two and three for me but mm-hmm. um i don't want to do another ff7 character i'll get yelled at or or <laughs> hey, another Zelda. do it man tifa I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about Tifa. It, it pains me not to include Aerith in that conversation. Oh, that's but true. It's it's really hard. I can't put in Tifa and not put Aerith. Like they're one and two. Like I yeah. love them. I I love them both equally. Even though I'm not gonna have that opportunity if I get the remake, I have to pick one. Yeah. But a video um, game character, huh? Zelda, two. I love Zelda. Like even more. I think she's more more important of a character than Link in the Breath of the oh, Wild story. Easily, easily, easily yeah. more for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. And uh, like. I do the same Instagram story where I put up this video game art. Like, I put up art from the same three video games frequently. So, um, I really like Mar- Mario. He's Mario's a really safe pick. He's just a, he's just a staple. Like, he's, he, again, he... I he's mean, a, yeah, but, like, I don't know. Not a lot, there's I not like, a lot to him. I like characters with, like, some meat to him, you know there's not I mean? a lot like, to, I get there's not a lot to him, but... There's not a lot to him. You know, he's a, he, he's plug and play. He can fit anywhere. Um, true. I'm gonna go... Fuck, this is tough. I mean, you said your brain was in a mishmash before. Just, just pick first instinct. Go. Tifa. Fuck. Tifa. <laughs> oh, I knew it. Yeah, uh, uh, I guess Tifa's. I think Tifa's more important. I wonder uh, why. Please explain I, your reasoning, Colby. Okay, I, I'll actually give elaborate reasoning. Thank you. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> she's hot. There's my elaborate reasoning. No. Oh, um, there you go. um. No, Tifa. I think's more important to Cloud's backstory than even Aerith is. Like, mm. obviously, Aerith's the one that pays the ultimate price, but tifa is the one who like when clouds at his lowest is the one that like picks him back up and tells him to keep fighting is that one character that throughout everything that cloud goes through like she's the one constant like she was there when he was a child she was there when he thought he was what he became or uh, Mm -hmm. thought who yeah this illusion of himself and she was able to pull him out of that and pick him back up and get him to keep like fighting even though at times he didn't want to so i think that's very admirable that's Mm -hmm. you know even in the face of like even like even when she had like conflicting feelings with Cloud like on a romantic level, you know her still being that steady right hand even when Aerith was in the picture and there was at times where Aerith, it looked like Aerith might be like the one he chooses. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's very admirable. I think that, again a very hero like where, you know she's not like 
she's not cloud on a fighting level. She's not nearly as strong. She still kicks ass, but like, like very grounded. Um, goes through her own like triumphs and you know has her own backstory as to why she is doing what she is doing. You know, has her own tragic events, and just the bond that ties the two, I think, is it's unique and I, I think it's, it's done very well. So, you know, T, well, although she may not be like the hero of the game and she may be more of a supporting character than anything, I think that she, the, she fits a great role within that story. And she almost wasn't in the original FF seven. Like, um, it was, it was originally just going to be Aerith Barrett and cloud as your three, but they added in Tifa like late in development. So, mm. and in considering all of that, I think that, you know, she's just, She's a very important character, and she, her portrayal and what she does and what she serves, what she fights for, believes, and all of that, I think is something that, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just drawn to that. Uh, even though yeah. I've only, I've only played the polygon figure version of her, I'm still drawn to that. So, you know, I, I would put, I would, I would put Tifa in there. I know it's another FF7 character. I do not care. I, I really love the game. Uh, Zelda would be a close second, and then I would have to put Geralt at third because, you know gets pitches gets money kicks ass I mean, <laughs> like, what, come else, on. what else do you need in the character yeah, what, what more do you need i mean he's a super mutant who just does all three of those things and can just do he just does whatever he wants so again very admirable on garrett Geralt's part when you know if you're feeling that kind of way but yeah, yeah. tifa would beat out all of them i think definitely i think that's pretty good and that's all i've got i that's uh that's all, that's all my monologue consists of brayden of the of the outcast pod <laughs> his fucking list was so funny <laughs> uh yeah his list was interesting and he also for his five tags he just tagged the same person five times uh, he, legend uh, like that's very very jake jake the dog i will uh <laughs> agree with on a little bit but i think later in the season he really convinces finn to do some real fucked up shit so jake <laughs> I mean, Jake Jake really turns into a bad influence later on in the series. Yeah, J- Jake's not a great guy by all accounts. Um, uh, Brock's got three anime characters and then just Charizard. That's just, bullshit. Yeah, like that. Just the Pokemon Charizard. Like maybe if it was yeah, so, like Ash's Charizard. So Brain is Jake maybe? the dog. I don't know the character, but I know he's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Just Danny um, DeVito with a, a 1911 and a revolver. Legend dual building. Um, a character from Bob's Burgers, which is getting a movie, and, and Jesse Pinkman from from Breaking, <laughs> Breaking Bad. Bad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's quite the list. Yeah, Brock's um anime, anime, anime dragon who doesn't have any personality or story arc. So I love how just how fucking pixelated Brock's screenshots. I, I know, are. my God, he just he, those them shits did not load. He just went hammer on the screenshots. He got you obviously got Kirito and and Goku. That guy's from Tokyo Ghoul. I don't actually know what his name is though. And then Charizard. Wow. I'm, I'm calling. I'm calling you out. No, I'm calling you out, Brock. Why, why did you? Why? Yeah, why you, did need you, a, you, you need you need a new, do that. You need you, a new fourth. His like, fourth would be red. His fourth would be red. That's true. So and that uh, I I'd be okay with that because red's fucking badass. So. Oh yeah, red's definitely badass. Um, uh, I'll have to ask you to edit this, uh, Mr. Matthews. Uh, and you know. Yep. Delete the tweet and re- try again. Yep, try again. Sorry. But yeah, but, that's uh, all the that's a, that's that's the top four. Um, if yeah, you're still listening, if you're still listening this far, drop your top four. Let us know what you guys are. Who are your top four characters? Yeah, in, you know, and any do, media. I might do a uh, might do an Instagram poll. Go for, for that. it. That, that'll be good. That'll that's be perfect. Good. Yeah. Wow, man, how 
How do we do so it? F- We're how do, like what? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> We're naturals. How did, naturals. How do we do this? Well, I, that's everything I have. So that's everything I have as well. Uh, well and I think it's time to to wrap up, everybody. Yep. So thank you so very much for for listening this far. If indeed you still have, uh, if you want to know how to support the podcast, the best way you can do so is to you know go down there uh, in in the Apple Podcast uh, app on your phone and give us a rating and review. You know, let us know what you think. That's the best way we can see direct feedback from you guys. You guys are also free to direct directly interact with us on our socials. The I was going to say the descriptions will be down there in the link. Uh, the link will be down there in the description below. Uh, nice catch. If you want. Yep, thank you. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned on, on Twitter and Instagram for polls and new episode announcements so that you never miss uh, when we post. So any closing thoughts, Colby, before we... Uh, I feel like we're missing something, don't you? Something... Yeah, I, I messed up. You um, messed up? Yeah, I think we both did. Uh, because our last character... I'm going to have to bump Tifa to second, because... Oh? You thought of another... What what character could you have possibly thought of, Colby? You know, he's, he's just... He's become a... He, I've grown very personally attached to this character, because not only... Has he made appearances on this podcast in the closing remarks? He has broken into my house several times to tell me not to be arrogant. It, it's got to be Kamek. Like, oh shit, you're you're right. Yeah, so I think we should just take <sighs> the last minute here to dedicate to Kamek. Uh, Kamek, what more can we say? Um, he, he's a very wise guy, and he, he's an advice spitter. You know, he, he I don't think he's not evil. He's just on the wrong is, side. Is he, Kamek a she? I don't know. Magic Koopa. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, they, they're, they're cool. Yeah, <laughs> they, can, yeah. They Kamek's got, the, they got just, the drip, by the way. Like just that yeah. classic wizard garb. Great, yeah. Great, um, great staff. Nice glasses. Like I they, mean, they're powerful, done well. I was about to say a very powerful enemy that Mario has to go through, and in, in, in many of his games, like yeah, he, exactly. Like th- this character that's has, thing has I like. been around for a while. Doesn't quit. Doesn't quit when the Does when the when the cart when the when the chips are down. Kamek always gets up and he always fights back. But yeah, above above all else, he's just he's constantly giving the youth advice when it comes there's, to gaming. I mean, there's really one line. Yeah, that just he's one. Got it, it's that... a, it's a, it's a staple. Like like hap, like <laughs> like Martin Luther King said, "I have a dream." Kamek said, "Keep on gaming, but never become never arrogant." Become arrogant. Ugh, gives give me goosebumps every time. Every time, like, it's like courage need not be forgotten. Get the fuck out of here. That yeah, sorry, line. Zelda. You're... I need Kamek to fly in in Breath of the Wild too and say that before Link does the final <laughs> battle. <laughs> well, hopefully, if we keep giving Kamek praise, he'll stop breaking into your house. I, I hope so, too. But, uh, yeah, with, with Kamek's words in your hearts, gamers, thank you once again for listening to this podcast today, and we will see you next week for the next one. Have a good one, gamers. Yeah.